Welcome to Twist for the week of February 18th. This is Sarah McGann at KPMG's Washington National Tax Office. The Virginia Supreme Court recently rejected a taxpayer's argument that the application of the Commonwealth's Income Producing Activity Test to sources service receipts was unconstitutional. The taxpayer at issue was a Virginia-headquartered service provider under Virginia's three-factor double-weighted apportionment formula, which uses the income-producing activity test to source service receipts. Nearly all of the taxpayer's service revenues were sourced to Virginia, where its employees, property, and computer services were located. Ninety-five percent of the taxpayer's sales were to customers outside Virginia. Because many other states have moved to market-based sourcing for service receipts, Certain of the taxpayers' receipts were included in both the Virginia Sales Factor Numerator and the Sales or Receipts Factor Numerator of the states where the taxpayers' customers were located. The taxpayer, unhappy with this outcome, filed a request for a Virginia corporate tax refund on the basis that it should be entitled to use an alternative apportionment formula. The Commonwealth's highest court did not agree although it recognized that the popularity of the income-producing activity test was waning and that many states had moved to market-based sourcing. It was agreed that Virginia's apportionment formula was internally consistent. In applying the external consistency test, the court determined that the inclusion of a taxpayer's receipts in the numerator of more than one state's sales factor did not by itself violate the Constitution. The court noted that there was no U.S. Supreme Court precedent requiring one of two taxing states to recede simply because both have lawful tax regimes reaching the same income. The court next rejected the taxpayer's argument that it should be entitled to use an alternative sourcing methodology based on customer billing address. The Commonwealth's regulations required the taxpayer to establish that the double taxation was not attributable to another state's unique method of allocation and apportionment. In the court's view, the record failed to establish whether any of the other state methods were unique, and so the court ultimately could not conclude that the lower court erred when it concluded the taxpayer was not entitled to equitable relief. Please contact Diana Smith at 703-286-8214 with questions on this decision.